Good morning, and welcome to Ask BBB, the program that brings you information from and about businesses you can trust. Ask BBB features business owners and managers who share their expertise and insights so that consumers are better informed about products and services they are contracting or purchasing. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. November is underway and one of the highlights of the month is the Better Business Bureau's Integrity Awards. The awards breakfast is coming up Wednesday, November 7th. That's this coming Wednesday at 7 a.m. at the Double Tree by Hilton. There are still tickets available. Call the BBB office Monday morning at 519-673-3222 to book yours. And we'll tell you more about the Business Integrity Awards a little later here on Ask BBB. Besides the excitement of the Business Integrity Awards, November also brings with it chilly days. Days that can be improved by reading a good book in front of a toasty, warm fireplace. And you know, many homes still have natural wood-burning fireplaces. And many are enjoying the convenience of gas or electric fireplaces. Matt Lawless deals with both in his business, Safe Home Fireplace. Matt is accredited with uh, WET and uh, is located in both Strathroy and in London. We welcome him to the program. Matt, I know you are accredited with the Better Business Bureau and what that means, but what is WET? Uh, WET is a trade organization that regulates uh, technicians uh, in the solid fuel business, solid fuel being wood burning and wood pellet burning. So it's the wood energy technical Technical training, training, yes. WET. Wood energy technical training, that's right. We mentioned that there are still homes with natural wood burning fireplaces. Are they still pretty common? Uh, yes, they're they're quite common. Um, you know, I, I get a lot of people uh, guessing that it's kind of going the wayside. However, uh, we we still actually install quite a few in new construction, uh, let alone people that uh, want to make sure their existing wood burning fireplaces are up to snuff as well. If we have a wood-burning natural fireplace, how important is it for us to make sure the chimney gets cleaned, Matt? Uh, This is very important. Um, You know, the the chimney acts as a ventilation system that brings uh, the products of combustion to the outside of the house. And, um, you know, there can be, you know, issues with accumulation of creosote, which can cause um, house fires, of course. Uh, not to mention if the chimney isn't uh, cleaned, um, then you can also run the risk of uh, actually carbon monoxide, which a lot of people don't associate with wood burning, but uh, can be an issue as well. Matt, how often should it be cleaned? Well, um, according to the uh, fire code, uh, it is uh, mandatory that a fireplace, uh, wood burning fireplace be uh, cleaned and or inspected annually. So Matt, this is something that you absolutely have to have done. Uh, Who enforces that regulation then? Uh, The fire code is actually enforced by your local municipal fire department. So Matt, would your home insurance be affected? Uh, Absolutely. That's something you'd want to make sure and speak to your uh, insurance representative to make sure that uh, if if it is written in your insurance policy that you're abiding by that. So Matt, if you did have a claim, then the insurance company might ask for records. Yes, absolutely. You'd be very wise to hold on to your service records for uh, any maintenance done to your wood-burning appliance. How how do you know that your chimney has been properly cleaned? Because finding a, a good technician and one that Uh, has the sort of certification that you have, is not an easy task. Uh, Yeah, you can uh, actually check on the WET website. So if you go to the Wood Energy Technical Training website, there'll be a listing of people with the uh, designation of a chimney sweep on there. And to further that, 
Um, it's definitely a good idea to take a look at the Better Business Bureau website as well, too, uh, because there you will have um, actual accountability of the performance of uh, people who um, perform chimney sweeping. Something we always recommend. Uh, what are some of the things that you can do to improve the efficiency of an existing traditional wood-burning fireplace, Matt? Well, in fact, a traditional wood-burning fireplace uh, rates anywhere from negative 5 to plus 5% efficiency. And there's really not a whole lot you can do to improve the efficiency uh, without going to, say, a, a gas, um, electric, or actually even a wood-burning insert. Can you convert a wood-burning to gas or electric? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, done uh, quite regularly. Um, you know, there's nothing like the ambiance of a, you know, a big open wood-burning fireplace. However, if somebody wants to improve on the efficiency and uh, maybe the practicality, they can go to an insert. What are some of the considerations that people should make when they're choosing a company to deal with to do either a chimney cleaning or to install uh, or uh, a fireplace or a conversion, Matt? Uh, well, there'll be the actual size of the fireplace. So there'll be the logistics of whether you can get a gas line or properly size the insert. Uh, then something that's also very important is the clearances to combustibles around the fireplace, uh, not to mention the room size because uh, uh, gas fireplaces can be uh, quite warm as well as wood um, and uh, electric as well. And in choosing a company, what are some of the things you want to think about? Uh, I think somebody that has a long-standing track record, um, you know, anybody that has perhaps the word fireplace in their name would, you know, <laughs> show that they, mm -hmm. you know, specialize in the, uh, in the industry. Um, and, and again, too, uh, better business bureau ratings, uh, online reviews, um, you know, word of mouth. Uh, would be uh, a good start. Is this a pretty busy time for you now with the uh, chimney cleaning uh, being accredited as you are? Oh, absolutely. Statistically, uh, in the hearth industry, which would include, you know, gas and wood-burning fireplaces and all the services associated with it, uh, generally 75% of our sales and service are done uh, between Labor Day and Christmas. And you have two locations now. Yes, sir. We uh, opened up our second location in London just a couple weeks ago. So you're in Strathroy, mm -hmm. where it started? Yes. And uh, now in London? Yep, yeah, we uh, needed to have that uh, presence here, so uh, our uh, London neighbours knew that we would uh, be there to serve them. And so how do we connect with you, Matt? Well, you can find us online at safehomefireplace.ca or Instagram or Facebook or on the Better Business Bureau website. Matt, thank you so much for joining us on Ask BBB. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guest has been Matt Lawless of Safe Home Fireplace in Strathroy and in London, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. And we'll return in a moment to help you get rid of that old television or dishwasher. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Linda Smith, the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. According to information published by the Canadian Association of Recycling Industries, 45% of steel production... 40% of copper, and 33% of aluminum production is from recycled materials. Recycling your used appliance or electronic device is important to the economy and to the environment. This morning, we welcome someone who is playing a role in the recycling process and in raising public awareness about its importance. Tony LaViolette is the owner of That Metal Guy, a recycling business here in London, Welcome to Ask BBB, Tony. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Tony, how did you get started in the metal recycling business? 
Um, well, I was working uh, just a regular job for an actual boss at the time, uh, framing for eight years. And uh, I mean, just being constantly, I guess you can say, nagged on to make sure you're up on your game um, got really annoying. And, and, and I found out that um, you could make money by collecting metal um, and bringing it into a recycling yard. Uh, so I started doing this and uh, it came to a point where I was making more money at the end of the week than I was working my framing jobs. So, I mean, I weighed both of them and uh, having a boss or being my own boss. So I picked being my own boss um, and then I went on my way to uh, become a recycler. So you probably learned a little bit in that period of time, Tony. Yes, I did. Uh, a lot of stuff. I mean, it's uh, from the types of metals, what's non-furious, what's furious, um, and then seeing the professionalism. Uh, there basically isn't no professionalism. There's no regulations. Um, there's no structure. There's no service. There's, no, there's nothing um, to take metal or electronics uh, from your home to the recycling uh, uh, industry. So, obviously, you can tell us the, if more can be done to divert metal from garbage cans and landfills. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the first thing that we should be doing is uh, acknowledging people and, and educating them on what is recyclable, um, who's picking up their items, uh, where we can bring it, who can come and take it. Um, I mean, more of this needs to be done, not just here in London, but, I mean, straight across Canada and the world. There's a, this is one of the biggest recycling industries. It is the biggest recycling industry in the world is scrap steel. Um, I mean, and nobody's really got a, a hold on it to make uh, a service uh, present or to, to be able to provide a service to the public. And I mean, that's where we, we come to a problem where things are being thrown to the curb. Uh, people don't want to put them in their car to drive them places. Um, it's just one big mess. Uh, like I said, there's no structure to it and there's no professionalized, uh, professionalism to it. And, and that's what I'm trying to do. So th a lot of the things that we see at the curb you think shouldn't be there. Uh, they're not supposed to be there. Anything metal or electronic should not be thrown to the curb. They should not go into a garbage truck, and they should not go to a landfill. I mean, there's plenty of reasons. Uh, for instance, batteries. A lot of household batteries are thrown into the garbage can, and they're highly corrosive. Now, this corrosive can contaminate your soils, and, I mean, what we do with our landfills, everything that is getting buried is being turned over. Eventually, it will turn into soil. We'll use that soil for growing things or what whatnot. Um, I mean, if it's contaminated, then uh, we can't really... We can't really use it anymore. So, I mean, educating the public on what can be recycled, where you can bring it, who can come and take it, and what it does to our planet uh, on a, a really high rate, a high level, it should be done, uh, I mean, would help in this situation. So how much do you think is being lost in terms of the metal going into landfill rather than being recycled? Actually, that's where it gets complicated because I really don't think much is getting lost into the landfill anymore. Uh, there is a lot of scrappers. There is a lot of people um, just uh, in the underground uh, world of metal and electronic industry. There's a lot of people going around on the curbside picking these items up. None of them work for a company. None of them work for the city. Um, they're just random people that want to make extra cash and is cleaning up our cities. I mean, this is happening all across Canada. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's something, like I said, that needs to be structured and into a point to where... So is that how you started? That is how I started. I did start by uh, searching construction sites, uh, going into construction buildings and asking guys if they want, instead of putting them into bins, and we can save you money. Um, and then I worked uh, my way to the curbside and started doing that for four years, interacting with thousands of people, telling them what I do, um, picking up everything metal and electronics straight out of the garbage. I've been harassed, I've been pointed at, I've been laughed at, I've been honked at, um, everything. Thing. And to gain respect in this industry alone, uh, being a scrapper is nearly impossible. 
So now, if if I have something that I think should not go to the curb but needs to be picked up, can I call the metal guy? Is that what I want? What yes, I call us. Uh, and basically, all we ask is keep your items up by the house. Um, we take your address, and it's gone before the end of our day. And is there a fee involved in that? Absolutely not. Um, everything we recycle pays for our service. And this is what we want people to know, that your metal and electronics is valuable. And, and paying someone to come remove that stuff, you're double paying them. I mean, sometimes you're paying someone to remove a whole truckload. And, I mean, they're making a couple hundred dollars out of that truckload. So you've paid them an extra two or $300 for that truckload. And then they're making money off it. So, I mean, in this sense, the service should be provided free because, I mean, there is a lot of value in it. Uh, it's not based on what pickup you're doing. It's based on the end of your day that provides that service. Now, do you ever pay people uh, for some of the items? No. Um, I would like to, but, I mean, providing a service, it's just, it, it's, you just can't do it. it. It's hard to drive somewhere, pick it up, and pay all these people for all this different weight and having a scale on your truck. I mean, in that sense, it, it would be kind of impossible. So what choices do people have now when they have metal appliances, for instance, that they want to dispose of? Depending on what it is, fridges are, are a big problem in our city and across the country um, about the, the refrigerant that's in it. Uh, certain people can recycle them. Um, not everybody can, and it's a problem because people are throwing them to the curb. Uh, the lines are getting cut. Refrigerant is being thrown into the air, and this has been happening for the past 50 years plus. Um, when it comes to appliances, yes, uh, there are several places. There's environmental depots you can drop them off at. There's us. You can call us. Um, we'll come and pick them up for free. Um, we do help out the hourly disabled uh, and the handicapped. We do go into their house and we do remove those free of charge um, to, to take their appliances out or any other items. We do other stuff like that for other customers as well. If they don't want to put the stuff outside, we do go into their house and pull them out as well. Tony, if we want to learn more about recycling and what can be recycled, what are some of the sources that we should go to? Um, well, several. There's my website. I am always updating it and, and building it bigger so I can cover all bases. Uh, I mean, you can always visit the, the local scrapyards uh, websites. Uh, the, the city, they have uh, stuff on things you can recycle and how and what not to put out to the curb so you can at least stop yourself from putting it to the curb. Um, but I mean, there are resources out there, but when it comes to metal and electronic, uh, where to get rid of it, there's really nothing out there. You can Google it. There's, there's nothing out there about coming to pick up my metal and electronics. It's basically all bring it here or bring it there. And I mean, when you have a 300 pound TV, who's going to put that in their little Honda Civic or in their minivan or hire someone with a truck and a trailer just to take that TV away? Call the metal guy. Call the metal guy. Okay. How do we get in touch with you? Um, you can reach me on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Uh, you can message me through there. You can text message our business number. Um, you can call us. Uh, you can visit our website for more information as well. We have a list of metal and electronic items there that we recycle. There's two separate links. Um, and basically, like I said, you, you call us before 12, same day service. After 12 is next day service. Well, Tony, thank you very much for joining us this morning on Ask BBB. You're very welcome. You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guest has been Tony Laviolette, who is the owner of That Metal Guy, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. And we'll return in a moment to talk about a date that should be on your calendar. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO of BBB, serving Western Ontario. Linda, this coming Wednesday, November 7th at 7 a.m., is the day for the Business Integrity Awards at the Doubletree by Hilton. Tickets are just $55 plus HST, and you can get them by visiting the BBB Serving Western Ontario website, or you can call the BBB office at 519-673-3222. 
You know, it's always a really exciting time, and it's a worthwhile morning in the city of London. And in addition to presentations of the three finalists and the selection of the recipient in each category, so there are actually six finalists, we're always entertained and edified by our guest speaker, Linda. This year's guest speaker is Erica Chamberlain, professor and dean of law at the University of Western Ontario. She is a very accomplished person who has published several articles on law, has been named Professor of the Year three times at Western, and has completed five Ironman races. Her presentation this year is titled, Put Your Integrity to the Test. You know, anybody that's done five Ironman races is going to be full of energy. And with that title, Putting Your Integrity to Test, I know that we're all going to be challenged by the things that she has to say. I'm sure that she's going to be inspiring and informative and add to the energy of this exciting morning. But of course, the highest excitement is around the finalists in both categories, Category 1, 1 to 10 employees, and Category 2, 11 employees and up. Can you just review those for us, Linda? Sure. In Category 1, which is, again, 1 to 10 employees, we have Bentley Hearing Services Limited. Bentley Hearing Services provides quality hearing care services, including hearing tests, assessments, cleaning, and repair of hearing aids, as well as oral rehabilitation classes provided by their expert audiologists. Dustex Canada Cleaning Solutions, Inc. Uh, offers commercial and residential cleaning services. They are focused on high-quality services that are eco-friendly, affordable, and customized to your individual needs, satisfaction guaranteed. And third, the Bloomin' Bog is a retail water garden center. It occupies an acre of land devoted to aquatic plant propagation and greenhouses. They offer quality pond products, including aquatic plants, goldfish fish food, rubber liners, and pumps, water treatment, and so much more. You know, we really enjoyed talking to those finalists here on Ask BBB last week, those three, and uh, they're each very deserving of the award that will be presented at the breakfast that's coming up Wednesday, November 7th at 7 a.m. And then the week before that, we talked to the finalists in Category 2, 11 employees and more, and they are... In that category, we have AM Roofing Solutions. They only employ skilled and certified tradespeople. They offer new roof installation, roof inspections, and a full line of repair services. Emergency and temporary repair services are also available around the clock. Campbell Brothers Movers Limited is associated with the Canadian Association of Movers. They cater each move to meet your specific needs. Not only do they offer home moving, but they also are experienced in long-distance moving and office moving and even have short or long-term storage units to serve you better. And finally, in Category 2, we have Home Instead Senior Care. They provide customized home care services that provide peace of mind. Whether you are looking for someone to help an aging family member a few hours a week or need a more comprehensive assistance, Home Instead can help. They offer customized and personalized services for a variety of needs, including meal preparation, transportation, laundry, and even Alzheimer's care. They are available 24-7. 
that each of those finalists have gone through a very rigorous judging process by a panel of judges, and those judges are completely independent of the Better Business Bureau, Linda. They are. Uh, they're selected uh, for, for regional representation. Uh, we have one judge from the college, one from a university, and one uh, is a longstanding lawyer in the community practicing business law. Uh, and so, Linda, just being named a finalist is quite an achievement. And each of our six finalists have demonstrated to the judges that they are both worthy of the nomination and of the designation of finalist. So, this coming Wednesday, November the 7th, one from each category will be named the recipient of the 2018 Better Business Bureau Business Integrity Award. So get your tickets today either online at bbb.org backslash western hyphen Ontario or call the office at 519-673-3222. And we'll see you all on Wednesday at the Doubletree. And that's our time for this edition of Ask BBB. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.